Hey, what's going on? Welcome along to episode 59 of the Strategy and Conversions podcast. I'm Jamie Michael Joseph, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mark Tanner. Hi, Rod. So, Mark, we're back again, and, um, you know, we recently did the episode about the, the chatbot, you know, about OpenAI chat GPT. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see, you know, um, what developments have been made, you know, during that one. I know, like I said, I've been using it to create a conspiracy blog. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm going to put that live. And I think that'd be really good to kind of showcase to our listeners, you know, what can actually be done. And I think even going a few steps further as well and looking at how that can be expanded then by actually using proper, let's say proper marketing, you know, <laughs> r- r- real marketing, you know, and stuff like that to look at, you know, earning money from it or, you know, looking to expand it and stuff like that. So I think that's really cool. And, you know, it, it's um, talking about like expanding and, and stuff like that. Um, that brings us on to talk about like today's topic, because as always, you know, my waist is expanding with the amount of pizza and stuff like that that I eat. And um, it's been a topic that we, we've discussed on different podcast episodes. Uh, we, we've come up about Domino's Pizza and, mm. and their marketing. And, you know, I was, I was telling you, you know, a, a few things about like the app and stuff like that. You know, which we'll get into in just a moment. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it also made me think of, of some of their kind of marketing tactics. Now, I've always been, I'm, I'm a fan of pizza. You know, I'll eat it from wherever. Um, and, you know, as, as probably the, the same as anybody, I've, I've ordered from the major chains, right? So so here, here in the UK, you know, one of those is Domino's Pizza. And I've kind of mentioned it before that I rate their marketing, you know, quite mm, well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I feel like they, they bully me because I do get lots of information from them and stuff like that. But it's the case of where I've said before, look, you you will see them on TV, you know, you, you'll then see, you know, you'll get a, a menu come through the, the door, you know, you'll see the cars driving around, you know, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, you'll get emails, text messages, push notifications from the app, all this kind of stuff. So that they, they're letting you know that they exist, which is all good marketing, right? Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. It was, uh, I remember having a, um, I used to be, um, a part of Think or Entrepreneur Circle about a year ago. And um, and the one thing that stands out for me with Domino's is that they haven't forgotten, even though we have all sorts of postal strikes going on at the moment in the UK, they haven't forgotten how, Im- how important it is to leaflet drop and put stuff through the door. So they, there's there's these marketing channels, all the new marketing channels coming out. We've got, you know, they'll send WhatsApp messages, text messages, all this new stuff. But they're still the old letterbox of people getting a leaflet and actually having something in their hand to read. Oh, yeah. I don't know, 80%, I don't know, 80% get thrown in the bin, but 20% land and people buy from them or people look at them and and and, and not just admire the marketing like we do, but, but actually think, oh, yeah, I'll get that. Um, and it's just a reinforcing, isn't it? And a lot of people have forgotten over the years about how how good how good it is still to for paper marketing to, for, so people get something actually tangible in their hand mm-hmm. yeah 100% and it's like where, where you look at the way technology advancements have come in and stuff like that like you said we, we do get so many kind of messages and stuff like that that we can switch off yeah and, and it's something else kind of grabs our attention and this is where it's, it's really interesting now so someone new to, to Domino's or, or something like that or someone thinking okay I've seen this menu I've had a look at the menu. I'm now going to order. You know, it's it, it's probably only a small percentage of people that dial the number and phone up and order a pizza because they will go go to the app or they go online to, to order it, right? And I think that that's where we kind of move into today, where even though 
that leaflet comes through the door, that menu comes through the door. Do I read it? Probably not, right? But it ticks that box in my head where I'm like, Dominus, okay, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. I'll get around to that at some point. Or, you know, straight away, I pick up my phone and look at the app because it's just like, instead of looking at the menu in front of me, I yeah. look on the, on the app and I'll be like, okay, th- this menu's come out. They probably printed it a little while ago, you know, or are there any late, later deals now? Are there better deals on, on the yeah. app and stuff like that? So, you know, the, the way that I, I kind of say that, I totally agree with you, you know, that the whole kind of thing, you know, the, the letter drops and stuff like that. And I think we, we spoke about this on the whole kind of local business marketing episode that we did is when you can actually combine it, the likes of leaflets and, and print and paper drop and post and all this kind of stuff, when you can tag that in with technology, you are going to win. If you can really make it easy for people to buy, then, you know, that, that that's the whole thing, isn't it? You know, making it really yeah. simple for people. Yeah, and it, it just keeps it front of mind, doesn't it, the whole time. So you see an advert on the telly and you might see something that comes up on online, then you'll see a leaf that comes to the door. And it's all reinforcing that dominoes, dominoes. And let's face it, I mean, dominoes are big enough now that if it didn't work, they wouldn't be doing it. I mean, <laughs> you know, they, if it were, if, there's, they must spend millions on advertising. I mean, they must spend millions on advertising. Now, they're obviously getting a return on investment. So if they're spending millions on advertising, they're not just getting a million back. They're getting 10, 20 times that back. So for them to be doing it, you know that it's got to be, it, it works. So why not learn from the, you know, success leaves clues. We've said that before. Why not learn with the big boys if you can afford to do it? And if you, especially in a local thing, if you can do it, then why not? Because it, it definitely works. You, you can't you can't argue the fact that it doesn't work. I think that, that there is a, a, a massive gold nugget there, right? <laughs> it's that if you keep seeing the same marketing, right, and yeah. you know that it costs a lot of money to do that marketing, then it works. Right? Yeah. Because no one's going to be paying out lots of stuff for it not working for a long period of time. You know, yeah. it's like you can see that, you know, a lot with with different areas of, of marketing. And you say, say and then I, I was talking to a guy the other week and um, he, he's like uh, an, an advisor, a broker, and he works for a company where he gets given given leads, you know, locally and stuff like that, that he has to chase up. And he's also kind of tasked with creating his own leads. And he said he, he went to this conference of all their kind of salespeople and their kind of chief exec, you know, gave them a bit of a hard time where he, he said, look, what are you guys doing to create your own leads? He said, I'm spending out, you know, something like half a million, I think it was, right, on Google ads and stuff like that to get you leads. Like, what what are you guys doing? And it's just like, it is crazy. I mean, that half a million that they spend on Google leads obviously works. It's what's keeping the business going, mm, you know, yeah. and they're looking out to expand on that. But that, that's the whole kind of point there. Like for, for them, look, they're spending out that half a million. They're not going to cut that because they would be out of business. So yeah. like, so with, with Domino's, all this kind of stuff that we're seeing, you know, like you said, success um, leaves clues is, is like pick up on that. What, mm. Where I get into it from the marketing side is I'm going, okay, what's changed? You know, what's, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, what's happening here? What's moved around? And this is what, you know, led us to kind of talk about this um, episode. And, you know, actually leading up to what I was telling you about this, I said, I ordered a pizza, you know, and we, I've got the app and everything like that. And what happens is it's pretty cool. It gives you a thing that says it's being cooked, so you know, it's, it's being checked and all this kind of thing. And then it's out for delivery and it makes a noise every time it updates. And it made this this noise, it made this update and it, it showed error. 
with, with, with these different yeah. kind of squiggly things. And I'm like, what the, you know, is going on with my pizza? <laughs> Who's got my pizza? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden it, it just made a noise again and flipped back and said, only joking, your pizza's on the way. <laughs> I love it. I just love that. I was like, that, that is brilliant. I was like, you got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got me for a yeah. moment, you know, I was about yeah. to put my shoes on. You know, yeah, but it's like it, that stuff there like, is brilliant, right? For that customer journey, for keeping people engaged, for, for showing that not so much, look, we're human, you know, we've got human elements, but we've got a fun side. You know, it's, yeah. it's that kind of thing. Yeah. It's that, okay, look, we, we've yeah. taken your money. We're going to give you a pizza, which we probably overcharged you for, right? You know, <laughs> exactly. let's yeah, have yeah. some fun with it as well, you know, yeah. at least we can yeah. make you laugh. Is that, yeah. is that kind of thing where you just say, yeah, okay, look, these, these little things, they don't need to do that. No, exactly. But it's just brilliant little touches. And I think it's all, and again, it appeals to emotion, doesn't it? Because, again, it seems like something very, very simple. But you, the, the emotion got, the first emotion was, what? And then, then it was the humour. Oh, I'm only joking. And you just relax. You think, oh, great, my pizza's on its way. It's just, it, you know, it, it's just that emotional burst that makes you think, oh, that's really good. I'll order for that. I know you would probably anyway, but a lot of people say, oh, really good fun. Yeah, let's order, let's, let's order again. and do Because if they're coming up with little quirky things all the time, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Like you said, it's it's fun. I noticed um, the other day, what was it? Um, I can't remember what product it was, but it was on, it was on the packaging. It was on, so, I, can't, I really can't remember the life of the product work, which, which which sounds a bit odd. I think it was some kind of oat milk or something. But it had all four sides of the box, had, had a kind of like, there's a lot of writing on it. And I picked it up on there, I thought, there's a massive amount of writing on here. And it was all, it was it was all quite really light, humid writing about the product and, and how it does this. And, you know, and uh, just lots of really fun little games and, and and you know little games for the kids and all this kind of stuff and you think that is a really you you read all everything around there and it just it it's fun it really is fun for everyone to read and you think wow that's a fantastic piece of marketing they put a lot of effort into it made it humorous and yeah you know, i this is a product that i buy all the time now but it was just it you it's, it's the same. I remember the the old cornflakes on the back of the back in the day, or the Kellogg's products. They always put something on the back of the cereal because when the kids eating their cereal, they pick up the they pick up and look at it, and there's little puzzles and that kind of stuff. And it's just that fun element that you know Kellogg's did it for kids, but these are this, these people are doing it for adults. And and that, that I think that that's exactly, <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same reason that you know McDonald's put a toy in in the Happy Meal. Or yeah, yeah, like of course. That yeah. Is, you know, the kids kind of relate to it as something where it's like, okay, if we have to choose over this one and that one, what's the little things that make us like this brand more or like it? Okay, it's the toy. Okay, look, yeah. it's a bit of the humour. I think what, what I really liked like, with, with that, with the app kind of thing, is that I think for, for anyone, if you order any kind of takeaway, right, you the time just goes past really slowly then. Yeah. So you're yeah. kind of waiting. And I think with this, there's a good kind of pattern interrupt. You know, it's that when you, you're kind of like halfway through and it's just yeah. all of a sudden, it, it's, like, it's like you restart then, you yeah. know? So, okay, actually it wasn't too long because it was only when they did that joke part yeah, to so when they actually, you know, got us to it. So I think that's really point, smart yeah. in, in where they, they do that. Now, I think kind of looking at, at good, bad and ugly of, of kind of dominoes and stuff like that. And look, you know, before and dominoes kind of like, you know, kind of pick us apart or anything like that, we love you. Like, don't don't come after us. 
right? This is just, this is just <laughs> yeah, yeah. observing, you know, we don't know the, the whole kinds of ins and outs, but I, I was saying to you, Mark, like what, what's really cool is that they've come out with like the, this new kind of deal. Like it's like a special offer, like pizzas are being, you know, slashed in half, you know, in regards to price, you know? So just say for instance, a, a large pizza now costs 24 pound, but you can get it for 12 pound, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they've done that now. What's really good there is like, for one, look, they're giving you a deal, right? So everyone loves a deal. It's mm. just like, we've we got to get a deal, right? They've put that deal in place as well for January. Right? What goes on in January? Everyone's New Year's resolution, lose weight, yeah. eat healthy. So they're probably expecting that they're not going to get as many sales as what they did in December. So yeah. they come up with some kind of, of tactic there to, you know, obviously, you know, get people into it. So in, in one way, it's really smart, right? It's, it's good marketing to, mm. to do that. Where what was really interesting is from being, you know, a Domino's customer is what well, I know a month ago that any pizza was £10. <laughs> so, so now you're telling me it's, a, it's an amazing offer. It's £12, but a month ago it was, it was £10. You know, you, you've put the prices up because the pizza that's costing £24 now was costing £16 a year ago. Right. So uh, everyone knows that price is going up and, and everything like that. Cost of living. You need to earn more money. Get involved in the cash creation club. Information below. Right? <laughs> but, but that there is like look, prices have gone up. We, we know that. Yeah. But to, to hide it, again, good marketing, right? Yeah. We're coming up with deals yeah. to let you know the prices have been slashed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's And it's, it's all about the words, the emotional words, isn't it? Yeah. People say the prices have been slashed. They think, oh, wow. Okay. That's really good to know. Let's have a look. And then they'll, you know, like, as I say, you're a, reg- you're, you're a very regular customer. Now, some people may not be. And so they won't know that a few months ago it was 10 quid. They just say, wow, that's a half price. That's brilliant. Yeah. Boom. That's that's the message I want to get across. And like you said, in that new, in that new year, when people's resolutions are starting to waver and they think, do you know, I fancy a pizza. So that's sort of second Second week of January, you know, yeah, let's go for a piece. And then, uh, the, you know, and the, the whole thing carries on, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, that's it's, it's good marketing to to that that kind of language is is really, really good. The kind of language that really makes people think. I mean, the word slash is a brilliant word when it comes to, uh, <clears throat> you know, showing people, you, you know, it's not our new offer. It's a slashed our prices in the, None is messing around. Really good. Okay. And then look, we're, we're moving to it to another part then, which I'm just like, this is this is a, a smart play. It, it's also, it doesn't stack up. And, you know, bottom line is, does it really matter? Is that uh, around about a month or so ago, they introduced a, um, a delivery fee. Mm. So there, there was never a delivery fee. You know, as long as you spend yes. over a certain amount, there was never a delivery fee. Now, it, it doesn't matter how much you spend, there's a delivery fee. Right, so it, it's yeah. it's only three pound, right? So it doesn't matter too much, but it adds on to your bill, obviously, you know, and everything like that. But like that that three pound, but for most people, they probably get to the checkout and they go, "What a cheek!" You know, three pound. But it doesn't matter. They click the button, they go ahead because they're like, "I want it delivered." You know, it's you know what's going on. I've seen now they've got these little lights on the car that say Domino's and stuff like that. So you know, again, a good marketing play front of mind. People are seeing it. Yeah, yeah, out, yeah. Out walking the dog, you see the Domino's car. <clears throat> Look at Domino's tonight. But that that mm. three pound, right? Now, for one, I'm thinking, how far away do I live from the shop? It, you know, I'm thinking, okay, look, fuel prices have gone up. You know, of course it is, right? Cost of living's gone up. The drivers, you know, maintenance on their car, they may need, you know, 
a, a bit of money for that than more than what Domino's are willing to pay or whatever it is. Mm. But I'm like, okay, look, delivering that to my house doesn't cost three pound. So yeah. they know, okay, we'll let that go. What's really interesting as well is I, I was remember I was out walking a dog one one night and a Domino's car parked up. The guy got out and he got out one bag with, with the pizzas, right? And there's never two bags in there. So I'm just like, okay, you're doing three trips in one trip. So it's like you've charged nine pounds for delivery. Mm. right for for three different people but you've done it all in one trip so yeah, it's like yeah. well, what i would love to know there is it's like right okay how much money is going to the driver yeah how much is going into dominoes you know that's yeah. the thing and look yeah. back there it's all business and like i said most people they just click the button because you know we're being lazy by not going to collect it you know it's is ease to us that we can just get the pizza delivered but just from what i've said there look how much money is dominoes added to their revenue yeah they got it yeah exactly yeah, and especially as you know, with times <clears throat> with prices going up, it's it's a really good ploy because what they've done is they've three quid is a nominal amount, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people think, oh, three quid, that's nothing. But when you say, yeah, okay, they're doing three, four deliveries in one drive, <clears throat> it suddenly comes up to you know nine, twelve quid, and all of a sudden that that's a lot of extra money they've made, a lot of extra revenue they've made, um, and it's a bit the the old McDonald's tricks, isn't it? You know, the McDonald's. Do you want to go large? Do you want fries with that? Do you want this? Do you want that? And it's you know, when people are looking and they see it's a one pound fifty extra, yeah, I'll do that, yeah, I'll do this, or whatever money it is, I'm not sure. But but all of a sudden it just it just it, it like we've been saying on different podcasts is how much more revenue can you get from that one customer? And instead of just being content with the certain amount of revenue that they get per customer for 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 giving them a, for delivering a pizza they're thinking right how much more can we get them to spend well let's just put this little bit in which is going to be quite insignificant but it's going to be it's going to be very significant when they're delivering um they've got i don't know how many good pizzas they deliver each night but if they if they can then double up trips yeah you know, where they've got three or four deliveries on one run then all of a sudden that becomes much more profitable for them exactly that i mean that, that's the thing isn't it and you know i think from you know some of the things i said like like i was saying like the dominoes don't come after us right because we, we don't know all the ins and outs i'm sure that prices of ingredients have gone up and the electric in the shop and everything like that has gone up of course yeah right yeah so but, but what's really interesting there is i think from looking at it from a marketing point of view is and, and business point of view is that look prices have gone up but the consumer isn't put off you know, yeah. it's like, you know, if it goes too high, of course, you know, the consumer's yeah. going to be put off because it comes down to a choice that can afford this. Is it worth it? That kind of thing. But if you're wanting a takeaway and you've already decided out of the competitors is pizza and you've decided out of the pizza competitors is, is this one because maybe they, they're the only ones who deliver it to you or you like whatever's going on or the deal, you know, then an extra few quid, it doesn't matter. You're going to go, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and right. do this. Yeah. But, but I think this is a lesson for any business, especially right now. I mean, we, we did this on a couple of podcast episodes ago where we said about a local business saying, look, I've got to earn an extra 50K next year, you know, just to make the same money as what I am this year. Mm. It's like, okay, look, well, how can you start putting prices up and start increasing it and start putting things in place that is going to help you get this money without it seeing as if you're just pricing yourself out of the market? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's the thing. It always the first place to start. If you're looking at any kind of increase in revenue, the first place to start is your existing database. Mm -hmm. Well, how can I, how can I just give them enough value that I can just ask them all for? In this case, for example, just another three quid. Um, or if it's um, 
you know, if you're, if you're, how can I bolt on this product or this extra little bit or this extra service that I can charge another, I don't know, 20 quid for a month or something? I, because the point is, they're already there, aren't they? The customers are already there. They're already buying from me. And there's no cost of, of you having to acquire that customer because they're already there. And that acquisition, that cost of acquisition is huge when you're trying to get new people on. About that. And we've talked about that before as well. And I know that there's many, many, many uh, stuff written about how more expensive it is to get a new customer than use an existing one. But it's surprising how many businesses don't do that and don't look at their existing customer base and don't even nurture their existing customer base. So those customers just wander off without them even knowing. That's I mean, another that, thing. Do you know what? I mean, that, that's that's a massive <laughs> thing as well, isn't it? It's like, uh, I, know, I know what, what you were saying and I, and I totally agree with it about with, with Domino's that they do the marketing because it works. Like they don't have to do it, but they do it because it works. It's like th- there is a part there where if they got complacent, you know, or if they try to cut costs and they thought, you know what, we're not going to do these leaflet drops anymore, right? Then all of a sudden it, it, it starts dropping out of your mind. Well, if there's another yeah. chain, if there is Pizza Hut, if there is Papa John's yeah. or there's a, a local kind of biz- business that is doing pizza, right? And they start doing those things. All of a sudden they can start losing market share. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you start going, okay, I'll, I'll check these ones out now. Or I've ordered from yeah. those before, you know, they've got a better deal on now, so I'll use those. Yeah, and isn't it so? What you know, it's talking about it was really interesting. I, I can't remember we were working with somebody, and they were saying, I think that because well, we were talking about losing the market share or something, and they were saying, oh, it's only a few customers, it doesn't matter. Mm. Bang, slippery slope of decline. It, it really is. It's only a few customers, and then you say, oh, and the following month, well, it's only a few customers, and the following month, it's only a few customers, and all of a sudden it becomes a big problem, and you haven't. Not say you haven't noticed it, but you haven't taken any uh, steps to reverse that trend. Mm. And the trend starts very slowly, but it, again, it's that compound line, isn't it? The line that compounds down starts slowly at first, but then it will drop quite significantly. And if you're not on the ball and you're not really measuring that, say, oh, hang on, why why have we lost why have we lost a few customers this month? What's happened? Um, and, and if you don't try and reverse that quite early on, yeah, you can be, you you can fall, yeah, you can you can basically lose a lot of business. I can remember um, reading this study, and I think it was only about a year ago or something like that, and it was talking about Coca Cola, and I'm not sure if it's still is, but but Coca Cola was the world's biggest brand, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure it's still in the mix, but I'm, I'm sure the likes of Apple and stuff like that are up there. But it was a, it was a case of it was in the mix, right? Um, so this being like you know one of the leading brands, if Coca-Cola stopped all marketing, then I think it was in the space of something like seven years, it would be out of business because no one would be buying it because the kind of future generation and stuff like that, they wouldn't see that as the, the go-to um, yeah. kind of drink to buy and, and stuff like that, or it wouldn't be just the norm to, to go and buy it. And it's like, we're talking about the world's biggest brand, seven years. <laughs> So you so, think yeah. just just you you as a small <clears throat> business or you know a, a, a local business or even if you just think of like a local brand and stuff like that, that that is rapid that that decline of if you don't let people know that you exist if you don't let let people know you can help them if you don't let people know why you are a better consideration over X Y Z, well people aren't going to come to you. Yeah, and yeah. that there you know within the short space of time we we talk about it, don't we look you know 
you, you look at where you are now, it's because of the actions you took 90 days ago. You know, yeah. if you look at where you're going to be, okay, it's, it's 90 days from now. It's, like, it's the actions that you take are, are going to, you know, end up with, with that result. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, for, for a local business, I think it's, it was, was really interesting, actually. I think from, from saying that there, the, the term kind of comes to mind. So like, you know, we, we've said it a lot of times that, you know, if times get tough and stuff like that, look to make more money. Right. There's, there's so many people look at the opposite in in a personal kind of way or where can we save money? Businesses do the same. And there's that whole kind of thing of people that say about, um, you know, uh, when times get t- tough, marketing is the first thing that gets cut. Yeah, when, yeah. And it shouldn't, right? And yeah. I 100% agree with that. But on the flip side, I think there's a part where you can call that statement rubbish because you can say it's only worth keeping your marketing if it's working. If it's working, yeah, yeah, exactly. If, right. like, yeah. if not, it makes sense to invest money that you have in better marketing mm-hmm. to achieve better results to make more money because otherwise you <clears> are <throat> going to be out of business. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because there's some of the, some of the things that you taught me <clears throat> a, a while back is that all marketing works, depend on how who you're marketing, who you're marketing to, and how you're using it. But all marketing works; it has its place. But there are times when some marketing needs to be tweaked and replaced and changed to be to be refreshed, and then you go back in a cycle again. But all marketing works to a degree, depending on what you're doing. So there isn't such a thing as bad marketing. It's marketing that isn't working and needs to be changed, mm. needs to be played around with. But um, uh, I, and I think that I would agree that. Um, you know, that when people say, oh, I can't, you know, this marketing isn't working for me anymore. Right. So change it to something that does. But don't ignore it because that could work for you again in a year's time because you have a different audience. You have a different environment. You have all sorts of the world has changed. You know, the world changes and opinions change, things change. Um, and so that's going to that kind of um, that that you put it onto the back burner or you think, right, okay, that's a campaign that worked a while back. Let's just shelve it for a minute because um, at the moment it's not giving me the results that I want. So how can we tweak it? And this is why measurement is, you know, I, I talk about, I know I talk about the five M's of, of business mastery and the, and the third M is measurement. That's why if you're not measuring stuff, if you don't know, I'm not talking about measuring your profit and loss and your costs and all the rest. I'm talking about measuring things like your conversion rate or marketing. If you're not measuring how many customers you have last month compared to this this month or how the return you're getting on your investment of Facebook ads or Google ads or whatever, if you're not measuring and keeping your eye on that ball, it's too easy to, to, to lose focus. And all of a sudden, find in three or four months, time, think, oh, my God, it's not working. And you think, yeah, well, you should have realized that back back three months ago because you could see the trend. And it's you've got to keep your eyes on those those, those kind of trends because it's it, the first thing you have to ask yourself, okay, is this a trend? How can I find out if this is a trend that's getting worse or is it just a glitch? And then, you know, again, monitoring on the following month, you think, no, this is definitely a trend. I need to sort it out. Or you can say, no, thankfully, I don't know why, but there was a kind of a, a bit of a glitch and now it's back on course but you've got to be keep your eye on the ball marketing is is something that has to be tweaked continually tweaked and got and right and looked at and and improved or changed in some way because the audience out there in the big bad world are constantly changing their opinions are changing the environment's changing 
Oh, mate, so much. I mean, it is insane, isn't it? Just on, you know, the how how rapidly things change, you know, yeah. and, and you can be caught out, you know, if you yeah, if you're not keeping your eye on on the ball and stuff like that with, with your marketing and just with general stuff in business, you know, it's it's just that kind of thing. But like you said there, with um, you know, everything in, in marketing works. And I reckon we should probably do like a whole episode around this. And when you you were talking about it, like the way I kind of pictured it in my head is like you you imagine you have a car right and you go in to to start your car and it's not working right well the, the and say it's the battery right the battery's dead right you could need a new battery you could jump the battery whatever it is right but once you've got that sorted the rest of the car works yeah right mm-hmm. and it's like you could just have a dodgy battery in your marketing like there's something there that isn't connecting everything yeah. else yeah. you know the dots aren't connected because this one thing is missing yeah. but what a lot of people do is that they throw away that car and then yeah. they go and spend money on a new car. Like yeah. it, this, this is a, a great play, right? A, a great play by website designers, right? Because they'll say to someone, um, oh, you, your website d- doesn't get any um, customers and, and all this kind of stuff. You, you need a new website. Well, the actual base of the website is exactly the same. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and they may change some colors. They may change the layout and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean you're going to get any more customers. You know, mm-hmm. is is like look the traffic that you drive into that uh, page or or that website, the actual you know copy that presents the offer and the actual offer is what converts the people, right? Yeah. But people say you need a new website when it's just like you, you don't need to change the whole website. You know, you just maybe you need a, a better copywriter, maybe you need to work on your offer better <coughs> and look at an offer that actually works. And it's like it is that kind of thing. I think so many people we see people do this in business, but they're always onto the next shiny thing. And we see people do this with their marketing so much. Oh, I've paid out a bit of money on, on that. You know, I got rid of it after three months because it didn't work. Is that, well, why didn't it work? Because mm. it should work. SEO works. You know, mm. it's either a case of, you know, the company that you employed didn't know what they were doing, or you only paid a little bit expecting a lot back, you know, when actually the stuff that they were doing did work and it's building up over time and stuff like that. So there's lots of different scenarios there that you have to look at. You have to, you know, you said keep your eye on the ball and you have to look at the different platforms and stuff like that. I had a, a chat with someone back before Christmas and they said, oh yeah, I need I need someone on, on my side who who knows all the platforms, knows all the updates and stuff like that. And I said, they'd just be chasing their tail the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because when, when you work on the strategic side and then you can work on tactics, well, all the, all the tools, all the platforms, that's exactly what they are. You know, the tools, mm. the platforms to help you leverage. You don't need to know all the ins and outs because if you're getting into that much, you know, of knowing how certain algorithms work and all this kind of stuff, you know, you're you're out of business then with the next algorithm update. So yeah, exactly. Just chasing all the time. <clears throat> As um, Gary Gary V said, you know, a couple of years ago, forget the algorithms. When they, when they, I think it was Instagram at the time started to change algorithms and people were trying to find their way around the algorithm. And I think he had a he had a Instagram post about. Forget the algorithm, just give people value. You know, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you're going to use, um, just just concentrate on giving them value because, you know, because that's what people will notice and that's what people will see. And, and like you said, if, I mean, every the, those, the algorithms on all those social media platforms are changing all the time. And if you're going to be, con- if you're going to be spending so much time to be constantly looking at, Oh, I've got to make sure I, I'm, I'm really up to date with this, and I check and I tweak what I'm doing to fit this algorithm. You're just going to be chasing your tail. 
Um, this, you know, yeah, and and you're going to lose sight of actually what you're trying to do is educate people or show people, signpost people to something, and giving them the value because that's what really the marketing is, isn't it? Marketing is all about not satisfying an algorithm on LinkedIn. It's about getting people to your product or service and encouraging them to buy your, you know, to you're giving them value, so you're encouraging them to exchange their value in the, in the sense of money. Yeah, I, mean, I think that the biggest mistake that a lot of people make is is they kind of think of marketing being a, a quick win advertising play, yes. you know, and and you know not not to say this in any disrespectful way, but you do get people you know who are old school that are stuck in that way of thinking, you know, where maybe it was a case of they put money into the yellow pages, okay, they knew that their ad would be in there, everybody would go to the yellow pages who needed services. And they would get some business from it. So they kind of look at, okay, there's that return there. Whereas like now we live in such a different world that we have to look at different channels and different ways of doing things and where best to spend our money. But it's not always an instant return. No. It's that you you could be doing stuff now that is really going to pay off in six months time, right? But you cut it out four months because it doesn't work, you know, in your eyes. You, mm. You're not going to get the big payoff. You're just going to keep going back then to doing things every four months that don't work, don't add up, don't compound you know, to, to get that kind of um, outcome. And there's, you know, what was really interesting, I don't know if you, you've seen this, but just after, I think it was either before Christmas or after Christmas, here, here in the UK, uh, one of the supermarkets uh, basically stopped this uh, prime energy drink. If you, you came across this, you've got the YouTubers, you've got Logan Paul and you've got KSI, they've come out with this drink, prime drink, you know, in America and stuff like that. And then it came over here. So it was in one supermarket, People went a bit crazy trying to get it. It sold That's out, right. yeah. you know. Yeah. And then another supermarket had it, and and people were kind of fighting over it. I've seen so much over the past kind of two weeks of people on LinkedIn and Facebook and all this kind of stuff talking about the marketing and talking about how great the marketing is and epic and you know all these kind of words that that were mentioned. And it's like when you actually look at it, there's no marketing there. It's, it's, there's no real marketing. Like what's going on is we're looking at the kind of old school guerrilla marketing which is kind of forced, which is kind of quick, 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 bang, 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 teamed up with influencer marketing, which really is the new kind of guerrilla, you know, advertising there, where you've got someone endorsing it. People are saying, look, this is a really cool drink. You should go and buy it. You know, they know their audience, the younger crowd and stuff like that. You know, they're, they're looking at it going, I want this because these guys have it. You know, going back to Hulk Hogan, you know, David Beckham when I was younger and stuff like that, they had it. And it's like, when you look at this stuff there, you team that up then with supply and demand issues, because I'm sure that they would get it into supermarkets if they could. I'm sure yeah. that they didn't have the amount of supply that they could give to the demand, you know, yeah. different, whether that's a case of they didn't create enough to begin with because they wanted to see, you know, what the kind of take up would be, whether it's the case of the manufacturing couldn't produce as many, you know, within a short space of time, whether they couldn't get it shipped over here or, you know, produced over here or whatever it is. If they if they could have done that, they would have done that because they could have sold 10 times, 20 times, 30 times more. You know, will people still be buying in, in a month or so's time? I don't think they will. You know, or they're, maybe they'll still be buying, but they won't be you know, queuing up and fighting and paying over the odds and stuff like that for it. But when you actually look at that and you go, okay, look, where was the marketing? There wasn't, you know, I mean, the, the smart yeah. thing is, that, is these guys are getting paid, you know, rather than taking a commission, you know, or being paid to promote it. They're owning the company, so they're taking all the profits, right? You know, whether they go on to sell that or whatever it is. But when you look at it, you go, okay, wh wh where's the marketing? 
where's the kind of you know future play where, where are they play, yeah yeah like you you know as well as i do like the, the money's in the data right i know we're talking about retail and we're talking about you know that kind of thing but if they would have created it where they said look sign up to this page you know we're going to send out you know on email or you know on an app on a push notification or something like that when this is going to be available you could buy it directly from our website you know mm. you can collect it from this place or anything like that they could have sold as many as they wanted. They could yeah, tell people when yeah. it's in certain places and all this kind of stuff. There's so much marketing that they could do around it, which mm. that comes back to, like I've said, I don't see it as being good marketing. I see it no, as being guerrilla marketing where they're just kind of, you know, they've got a product to flog, so we're looking yeah. for it. And I think that brings that, that brings in mind to me of the buyer's mountain. You know, the buyer, they, 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 creep, they, they got the top, the people who are ready to buy They've they've sliced off that top, if you like, of the buyer's mountain, but they, which is a very small percentage of the whole mountain, obviously, because it's the very the very top of it. But what they've missed out is all those people who are still climbing up the slope, because they haven't got their data and they haven't said, you know, look, um, would you, you know, we, we've got this fa- fantastic drink, da, 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 this is the couple of the issues we have, but let's let's have your details and we'll we'll get this out to you. And those people who weren't ready to buy and go in that frenzy. Uh, of buying or weren't following the influences that other people were following, but they were still interested in some kind of energy drink and people come on, this is this is good. This is how many people have used it. There's the marketing of saying, okay, let's get your data and let's then start, you know, drip feeding that data. I mean, again, Domino's, go back to Domino's. If you look at the Domino's must have zillions of names and addresses on their database and they drip feed all the time. <laughs> they don't ignore that database. That's essential to them. That data is, well, it's their company. Yeah. If they didn't have the data, they would their company wouldn't exist because, yeah, it would just fall by the wayside. So, so that data, understanding that, and getting, getting, getting people to give you their details, their email details, especially nowadays, but not just email, maybe mobile numbers or something that um, uh, is is crucial because if you don't get that, and you just sell somebody something with no record of who they are and yeah great you made you made a ton of money maybe in two or three months all of a sudden you think oh we haven't we haven't got any customers we don't know who they are and one of the things i was talking to somebody about on them um and i know i've mentioned it here sorry i know i've mentioned it here a few times um was is about i love indian i'll 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 I love Indian food more than a, a lot of different cuisines. There is not one Indian restaurant that I have ever been to that has ever taken. Um, um, you give them your mobile phone. Yeah, you say, I want to take away or I want to make a booking. Yeah, what's your name? Get it. And the phone number. To look. So they've got your name and the phone number. No, none of those Indian restaurants have ever contacted me by a text or anything to say, we've got a special deal for Wednesday because it's our, we're empty on a Wednesdays and we're, we're doing, um, yeah. We're giving you starters and a main for whatever that kind of thing. They never do it. And I remember even talking to my local Indian restaurant a while back, and I said, yeah, yeah. Uh, his name's Sadiq, and I said, the Sadiq, you could really, you could, you could steal a march. I said, you do Thursdays, Friday, maybe, yeah, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and then Sundays tails off. They're the busy days. And I said, but well, what about Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? When you still got the staff in, you still got the lights on, you're still cooking a few takeaways for people, but your restaurant's empty. 
and that's where you make your money. So why not get giving special deals? You've got all their phone numbers. They've been to your restaurant. Now, okay, some may have not may have not been very happy with it. I don't know, but there's going to be there was a good it's quite a good restaurant. There's there's going to be quite a good few people there that are um that that have been there and enjoyed their meal. And you say, look, Tuesday deal. Here's a Tuesday deal for you. Um, people don't go out on a Tuesday. Mo- oh, they don't seem to go out on Tuesday, maybe. But you got a special deal. Tuesday, yeah, takeaway. Tuesday takeaway or Tuesday come into the restaurant. It's it's uh, it's twenty five percent off or thirty percent off. People, yeah, actually, we could we could we could go out for on a Tuesday night. And all of a sudden, they're filling their restaurant where it wasn't filled before, and it's a bonus. Yeah. All yeah. by all by collecting the data. And, he, and just and using that email. Because so what they've done is they're coming back to what, like we were saying. You use your existing customers. They've already been to you. You haven't got to get anybody new. They've already been. They've bought something. So why not use them to see if you can generate more revenue from them? And you're giving them value. You're giving them a meal for 25 30% off or something. You know? and, and you get them, you know, purchasing more frequently. You know, and, yeah. and other stuff as well, you know, so you're making yeah. more from each customer, you know, over the kind of lifetime and stuff like that. And and the the big thing there, and I think this is the the you know, what people need to take from this as well, is like, look, the lights are on anyway, the staff are being paid anyway. <laughs> so put it to work, you know, make, make yeah. it use to your fancy. I was listening, I was watching a video um less than a week ago, and you had Grant Cardone, uh you had his number two, Jared as well. I can't remember which one it, it was who, who was talking. And um, they basically said, look, every time they would sell a course or they would give away a freebie or, or something like that, they would have a box on there for someone to put their telephone number, right? Mm-hmm. He said, now, as soon as the purchase went through or anything like that, their sales team would phone that person and they would be like, you know, thanks for purchasing or I seen you downloaded this. And they would go on then to ask them the questions like, what are you really trying to achieve, right? And the, the big thing there, they're trying to sell them a coaching product or, you know, more, more kind of courses, whatever it is. But they said that there made so much money you know, compared to the front end one. And because they have that data, if the internet went away, they have enough data there to yeah. survive. You know, yeah. and that there is a is a massive thing. And again, look, you, you know, you may pull that back just to you being, you know, a small local business. But just thinking of you've got those contact details for the people in your local area. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to tomorrow, you could do something. And look, start collecting that data. You don't even need to do anything with it. Like you don't need to run a massive campaign straight away, right? But start collecting that data so that That's, when you yeah. do have that decision, you, you can make it. And like you said, with the Indian restaurant is, okay, look, Tuesday is is quiet. So let's look at Tuesday being a better yeah. night, right? Yeah, yeah. In six months time, in a year's time, right? That Tuesday night contributes to 20% of your revenue. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you get yeah. to look at Wednesday or, you know, Monday or whatever it is that you do something else. And it's also the other thing that springs to mind there as well is just that, if you've got an existing data, you know, customer data, like you were saying, <coughs> um, you've got that data on record. And then the, the whole refer a friend, you know, refer a friend, bring someone else along to the restaurant, someone who's never been before. All of a sudden, boom, they get some more names. Someone else gets a bit of reputation. Uh, yeah, if you refer a friend, we give you a special deal of so much off or whatever. You know, it, there's, it's just thinking outside the box, which so few, well, certainly restaurant owners don't do. I don't think, um, and I'm not talking just about Indian restaurants. All sorts of, um, you know, other restaurants. I know, you know, there's around where I live. There's um, or sort of down in uh, into Bristol a little bit more. You got Vietnamese restaurants and that kind of stuff, but none of them do it. You know, none of them at all. And yet, everyone would benefit from doing it. And with the technology we have now, 
I mean, this is the crazy thing, isn't it? It's, it's not arduous anymore. It's the technology is there to make it really, really simple to just send out a blast SMS message to all these people to say, you know, come in, come in on a Tuesday. And if you're thinking about that as well, and we'll wrap this episode up with, with this thing here. We, we've mentioned this on different podcast episodes. We've done this in training. We've seen how this works, right? We've said about the thing called the nine-word email, right, where you yeah. just follow yeah. up with, you know, yeah. the, the person. You just say, hey, hi, Mark, are you still interested in, you know, marketing services, you know, you know, a bit more specific, but you, you keep it short, like nine words, right? Mm. And now you can do that over text. You can do that over Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, whatever it is. If you look at your contacts, you know, people who you've had discussions with and all this kind of stuff who haven't gone ahead with your service but were interested, if you send them that message now, you will get some that go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It is. I've I've, I've done it and I, I, yeah, at a time when it's been particularly easy. And I remember being quite cynical about it. Will it work? Not sure. And I've done it to about a list of, I don't know, 50 people. And you end up with two or three people interested and actually buying. So, yeah, yeah, I'll come on. I'm interested in that. Now, that's a pretty good return for just about five minutes of compiling a, a simple email and, and, and broadcasting it to all your database. That's the thing, isn't it? So, look, before you go and chuck money at, you know, different services and yeah. Facebook ads and stuff like that, just leverage what you already have. Yeah, exactly. Use Definitely. it to advantage, see what you can get in. And I think, Mark, we're... I think we'll we'll summarise this episode with saying I I spend too much time and attention on dominoes, uh, you know, and Uh then, you know, but I I think looking at that business and looking at those, I think we should look at a few other businesses as well, you know, and look at the good, the bad and the ugly and just look at, you know, some areas where we think they could improve, you know, and and look at those ones moving forward. So Mike, we'll wrap this one up. It's always been a pleasure, sir. Yeah. And I'll see you next time. Good to be here. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye.